You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Referral Mortgages and Blue Panda Realty, with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate in our nation's capital. Yes, 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 yes. We are back. It's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to all of our listeners, all of our viewers. My name is Paul Stevenson. I am one of the very proud owners of Referral Mortgages. I'm also a mortgage agent with Referral Mortgages. I'm joined as always by Greg Campbell. He's a partner and realtor at Blue Panda Realty. And my business partner, David Warren, he's also an owner and a mortgage agent at Referral Mortgages. Gentlemen, it's 2022. How are we feeling? Feeling good. (laughs) Feeling good. (laughs) Feeling quiet. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Open up. I don't know where Greg's at. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm at the cottage. Yeah, like I told you guys, uh, we had had a lot of guests over the last couple of weeks, so we're just finally actually taking a break before we uh, head back on Friday. But I've been working this week from here, so lots of of action, lots of action going on. What about you guys? How's uh, How's the beginning of the year? How's the start to the year? It's good. It's been uh holidays were good. I had, you know, first one with uh with the newborn and and kind of trying to figure out getting the start of January how to navigate uh a ridiculously heavy workload with uh a newborn and juggling that. <laughs> and so that's been uh, yeah. challenging on its own. But uh all good. All good. Got out yesterday with uh with Paul and his kids for uh, some some ODR out on the uh, out on the lake for some, mm-hmm. some pond hockey. Cool. Yeah, we've been we've been as soon as everything froze, we've been uh basically out there every day. We were out there Friday night, which was you know minus 30, and uh we lasted about five minutes, went back Saturday, lasted maybe two hours, and then yesterday we were there uh most of the morning. But uh holidays were good on our end. I mean, we were basically hunkered down. You know, had a nice small dinner Christmas uh, Christmas Day, and uh, didn't do much for New Year's. Took it easy, relaxed, ready for 2022. I have to say, after last year, last year felt like it flew by, like literally felt like it went by in a week. Looking yeah. back, and um, I felt like I was overwhelmed the whole year. So I'm making a point not to do that this year. I'm going to, <laughs> you know, I'm uh, I'm limiting the things I'm taking on, but I think uh, going to put 100 percent into those things, and hopefully that'll, uh, you know, shift the results a bit. Not that I had, not that last year was bad, results. just, just yeah. shift. He had shift. some good results. He had, mm-hmm. he had good results last year. A lot of good. Great results. Happened. Great results. But when you're running in the red all year, it, uh, the engine's going to blow eventually. So I gotta, I gotta yeah, yeah. sit, uh, sure. I gotta, you know, stay in the fast lane, but maybe not, uh, not revving the engine the whole time. You know, we all do more, uh, more exercise, more meditation, more calming environments. No one took me up on that book, by the way. The book I was of the four agreements didn't get one that's message. I know. Fair. Yeah. It's still open. I'll leave it open. Um, I did. That's one of my new rituals, Greg, every morning. I've been actually very consistent on it. Just a quick 10 minute meditation every morning. Seems really like minuscule. Like I'm like, ah, 10 minutes, but I feel great. My days are better, slightly better. You know? Yeah. If you less stress, if you do the 10 minute, uh, 10 minute meditation and affirmations, that's like, uh, it's pretty killer. Once you do that for like four weeks back to back, you feel, uh, very charged up. Oh, I, ha- I have one, but thanks. I-, I see. Look at this. At the cottage, we have coffee, and then your wife brings in. 
Another coffee. Wow. Thanks, Ben. That's amazing. A new mug to match the sweater. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, yeah, right. This is a nice one, though. This is a white water brewing. Blends right in. See that? White water brewing. Great, great spot. So, uh, speaking of charged up, gentlemen, uh, and speaking of a great 2021, um, we as a unit are nominated for the Ottawa Awards for Top Podcast. So, a huge yeah. thank you to our listeners and to whoever nominated us. Um, you know, I think that's uh, it's a nice little honor. You know, it feels really good to to kind of be recognized for, uh, I guess, the information we're putting out. Really, just having conversations, which you know, it's. Uh, I think that's uh, what works for us is we just kind of show up and chat about what's going on, and uh, I think that resonates with people. But uh, to anyone listening, you know, thank you, and if you uh, if you have a moment. Uh, please head over to Faces Magazine. I know Stephen's got the link up there. We'll make sure to put the link into our bio, uh, and you can go vote once a day up until January 31st, and then they're going to announce kind of who the top podcast is. Some of the uh, names on there were pretty hilarious of the podcast. There was one, uh, what was the name, Stephen? Uh, Talk to the Mic. His name is Mike, and it's called Talk to the Mic. So (laughs) shout-outs to Mike. Great name. It was it was actually cool to see because I looked at that list and I don't think I knew any of those shows because I just don't mm-hmm. you know what I mean I have what I listen to and I don't specifically look for Ottawa podcasts but now that I've seen that list I'm going to go check all those guys out yeah I love and it guys the, girls what, the, one I did, the only one it. I did recognize is the Mark is the Mark Mathot uh, podcast he's been doing a good job on that as well kind of getting back into the hockey world but uh, we'll crush them you listeners you help us crush them. <laughs> <laughs> but what's it called? That would Meth- be hilarious. And methan- methamphetamine or something? No, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> meth and um, and also just a, I mean, a quick uh, quick shout out as well. I have to say to our uh, unbelievable team at Referral Mortgages, we were also nominated uh, for Mortgage Brokerage of the Year, uh, David and myself at Referral Mortgages. So um, really proud of that as well. Obviously, 2021 was a massive uh, year for us as far as you know going as an independent brokerage. Uh, we had a you know great year of growth and um, just a big thank you to our whole team, uh, all of our agents, all of our staff. Uh, everyone worked re- like literally tirelessly last year. It felt like um, and uh, yeah, just a really really nice uh, honor again to be nominated as a mortgage brokerage of the year in our first year as an independent brokerage. So, couple wins. Yeah, that's cool. Couple wins sure. to start the year. So please, uh, if you like us. <laughs> please go vote for us <laughs> and if you don't vote anyways that would be we would yeah, appreciate yeah, exactly. it <laughs> um but on that note uh Tell moving us why forward, you don't like us yeah yeah put it in the comments yeah. we uh you know we're going to make a point this year to to bring even better content and uh, we'd love it if you have a second to also just shoot us a message let us know if there's any any guests any owners uh construction companies uh any you know law firms anyone that you want to see on here to kind of talk about, you know, their impact on the real estate market or, or what to bring to the table MPs. And you know, we can try to get uh, Mr. Trudeau on here potentially and uh, have him talk about uh, just inflation. Um, but we can, uh, I think it'd be great to get our listeners to suggest guests, you know, or suggest topics that you want to hear us talk about this year. And, and we'll make sure that we bring it to you. So uh, let's get into it. Greg, Dave, what are you guys seeing right now in Ottawa, 2022? It's January 11th when this is released. What are we seeing? Greg's How's the year starting? Greg, Greg was spouting off some numbers that were yeah. ridiculous. 
Yeah. So half there's about there's as of last night there was 1550 listings on the market. 739 of those were rentals. So whatever that means, I don't know. To me, that means that we are way oversaturated with rentals and the rental prices are going to have to drop. Seeing a lot of price reductions in rentals, that's for sure. So if you are looking for a rental property, I think you're in luck right now, um, depending on what and where. Obviously, the same thing is doing a purchase. Um, but in terms of listings, they're slowly starting to come out. So I think I think out of the uh, whatever the opposite of that number would be 800 and something uh, pro uh, property listings that those have all come out in the last two days, two to three days. And most it's homes are starting the offer. The offer presentations are pretty much starting today on most of the homes that have come out since the beginning of the year. So whatever happens this week is going to be <laughs> is going to be something to see. And it's going to be important to look at these numbers to get an idea of where the market's heading. But it's like it literally went from we had like we had nothing. We had no listings like the first of January. There was basically nothing on the market. And now all of a sudden there's, you know, hundreds. So I think it's just going to be like what it was last year after that one sale that I did in Orleans the first week of January that went through the roof, 30 offers, 150,000 over list. I mean, unfortunately, we could be looking at the same thing because even my clients were out yesterday with some uh, with one of my buyer reps, uh, Luca. And, um, you know, everything that we're looking at, they got showings booked like crazy. All these properties, the buyers are out there. You saw so that. I sent you guys you that, uh, that Twitter post yesterday of the showing that had 200 mm. people come through it. I, right. I think that was in California or yeah. somewhere warm. That was a warm. No, no, that was in Canada. That was in Canada. hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent. Was that Vancouver? You can see the snow. Was that with Steve? Yeah. Steve's the the rusty, palm, right? There's a palm tree in the background. That's why. <laughs> no, no. Oh, um, there is a palm tree, but there's snow. Was yeah, I think that's that the right. They would be West Coast. West Coast. The, Either way, uh, but yeah, crazy. But kind of a weird. That's a weird comment because Steve Sareski, he's great, but he's like, for him to say it's time to raise the the rates, like, seems kind of odd. Yeah. That's now, just to be clear, too, Greg is talking about people looking to rent a home, not rental properties as in someone looking to buy an investment, investment. or something like that. I know we we use the term kind of interchange, like inter we interchange oh, sure. the term. So these are properties that if you're looking to rent a home, there are 700 plus listings out there of the 1500 active listings by real estate agents. And if you're looking to buy so, a home, strap your helmet on and get ready for battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And... and and the thing is, it go, it goes to show like that number of rentals shows us how many people bought investment properties last year, right? Mm -hmm. Or 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 what else? Or they're converting their Airbnbs to regular rentals? Like all those people suddenly for that reason? Like I, I don't know. I th I think some Clearly, of it could also coincide. We also just started, you know, we entered a lockdown right before Christmas, so it could be start of the new year that some people scrap their leases potentially um if they're schooling i don't know if the universities or colleges went to online learning again for this second semester so maybe those university students uh, vacated i don't know um but it, yeah it is a, a huge flood be interested to know if anyone out there knows or has any theories on the uh the reasoning please please message us um great i mean uh, I, I think greg's greg's assessment is probably pretty accurate I mean, there's been a big flood of money to the market in general, just from stimuluses and a bunch of other things. Like the market has certainly been 
flooded with billions of dollars in the last uh, couple of years. And, uh, you know, the people that have the ability to acquire real estate properties have certainly done that in the last couple of years. And like you said, Greg, I mean, if, if half of the listings are rentals, you have to assume those aren't people that are then going to be renting elsewhere. I mean, those are likely people that bought new properties that are now looking to rent them out, which is good for the rental market. As you said, it'll probably bring down those rental prices, but it's going to make buying a home even that much more unattainable in the short term Yeah, as prices go up, right? Because it'll be even more competitive, as you said, Dave. And, uh, you know, you can begin to get your boxing gloves on, getting back in the ring, looking for uh, yeah, looking and, to win those competitive offers. And the thing is, is, uh, you know, I was thinking about it this morning saying like, you know, what is that? What what is it going to look like? The the price increase, if if it is like say this one that we saw yesterday, it had I mean I think I, I saw twenty four showings booked in the last three days. Now let's say five to ten of those people submit an offer. It's it's up to them to decide how high they want to go. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not up to anyone else but the buyer. Like the buyers create the market. So mm-hmm. I'm anxious to see like what these prices are going to be because the list prices. I've noticed are a little bit lower than what they were last year. I mean, we talked about that before they were coming down, but I'm just anxious to see like how high these are going to go. Like if it's a, if it's a, it's a stack town listed at 325, is that going to go up to 425? Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen some of them listing at 399, which is again, completely outlandish to me, but that's I, where we I are. I can also see, I can definitely see not only a lack of supply driving up prices, like you said, but um, but also the, in the news, all this constant talk about rates uh, increasing, you know, fixed rates, mm-hmm. bond rates have been coming up. So the fixed rates have been variable is still, you know, your best bet and it's exceptionally low, but the pri- bank prime bank of Canada will increase prime over the year, maybe two, three times, but a lot of people probably, I think it will push them to buy before those rate increases as well. So you'll have, you know, those people rush into the, try and get, you know, property while they're lower uh, in combination with those lower, with those lower listings. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll certainly be interesting over the next couple of months if we're, uh, repeating the exact same as last year. Um, and what those buyers like, you know, and if those buyers that were sitting on the sidelines last few years that we kept saying, you know, it's slower, you can get conditions, you know, get back in the market. If those same people now come back to the market because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's busy and say, you know, they're, they're now interested again because they haven't wanted to over the last few months because it was slower for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. It'll be kind of a funny the big uh, window. Huh. The, the big window, toe rep said it. The big window last year was August through October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Anyone that bought during that time got a better price. They got an offer with conditions and and that's the end of that that ship i think has sailed and uh, we can all blame uh, the government of canada for all of this so <laughs> thanks for that government of canada you do a great job at uh making our home prices increase because of things that you do and policies you put in place you're all awesome. the goc they make us gawk hey um, so steve if you can bring up that article that i sent you earlier today about the record high sales i just want to read kind of the uh the numbers that they had there, as well as the um, kind of opening paragraph where they talked about kind of national numbers. So it says the number of properties for sale continued to reach new lows in December across Canada's largest housing markets, causing home prices to remain at or near all time highs. Average prices in Greater Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, and Ottawa ended 2021 between 18 and 24% higher than a year earlier. Meanwhile, home sales in Toronto and Vancouver were up 28 to 42% respectively as new listings and inventory levels continued to decline. 
The number one story in Canadian housing remains the relentless decline in inventory in virtually every metro across this country. We're now below 100,000 listings, seasonally adjusted, it says. Um, blah, 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 blah. He estimates that's the lowest level for sale inventory in 30 years. We set a new record low for months of in- inventory and a mere 1.75 in November. Uh, he Think added this. Just take a pause for a second there, Paul. Like, think about it. Yeah. 100,000 listings across the country for a population of, what are we, 37 million? Yeah, almost 40 million now, like 38, 39 like, million. You know, take, so, you know, maybe call it two two people per household. You know, we need 17 and a half million homes to satisfy our population. And we're at 100,000 listings available yeah that's not and immigration we immigration hasn't fully come back either like we haven't even opened up the border yet for immigration like immigration's going up and they talked about it in an article the other day they said they're trying to bring more to the country than ever than ever yeah it's like what because because they bring in the the well-educated uh good and they're looking for the good jobs and apparently we have them but we don't have enough homes and like a hundred thousand national nationally like that's including east coast yeah like central canada the prairies you know that's absolutely bonkers that is it is pretty wild and uh but at least they're building a hundred thousand in the next 10 years right so we're yeah. gonna be okay yeah that'll be great that'll help them. <laughs> in the next uh, few years the next no years four years sorry four years and then if you scroll down uh the ottawa Never. numbers specifically it shows total 2021 sales was 20,302 so it's actually down seven percent year over year from 2020 december sales in ottawa 862 so that was down 13% year over year and down 41% month over month. So November, December was also seems like a pretty good, um, oh, sorry, sales. Sales were down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, average price, single family detached, 709, 980. So 710 almost on the dot. That's up 18% year over year, uh, down 1% month over month. And then new listings in December was 600. And that was down 15% year over year, 58% month over month. So Numbers across, like numbers as far as sales and listings and everything are way down, it seems. Uh, And then I'll just read this last blurb. It says, December's resale market performed as it typically does with a marked decrease in sales from November as families turn their attention towards a holiday break. Unfortunately for home buyers, the market will remain a seller's market for quite some time until our inventory issues are remedied. Welcome to January 2021. (laughs) Inventory issues. And 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 yeah. to, I, I'm going to kind of circle back again to put it in context even more so of that 100,000 listings. Like looking at this article, Toronto in 2021 had 121,000 sales in Toronto alone in 2021. And we have 100,000 across the country. Right. Like... <laughs> And, and, you know, but it's, a, it's, it's all just rate issue. It's all just rate issue. It's all just about the rates. No, <laughs> yeah. Nothing else. Like, nothing else. Man. Uh, now the good thing, you know, and I know. I, 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 I... Go ahead. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I know in like June to August of 2020, we were discussing on the show about converting the government buildings into condos and things like that. A year and a half worth of those renos, we would be sitting on, you know, mm-hmm. 25,000 units right now. Uh, everyone's still at home, working from home. We're back in another lockdown. This all could have been done. Like, this could have been literally remedied before the end of 2020. And we're here now, 2022, same problem, no shovels in the ground. 
huge lack of supply, rates still very low, inflation skyrocketing. Like, where we'll are the up, solutions? We'll where are the solutions panels. here? We'll set up a couple panels. We'll investigate this another five to 10 years and decide yeah. whether to action it or not. When And then... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When we have when we have the money back from the other things that we spent money on that the taxpayers still haven't paid back, and we're just going to keep printing more cash. I don't know. None of it makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Um, this year, I think. I mean, I, I would imagine that. Uh, I mean, you talked about rates increasing, Dave. I think, given the supplies we've seen, it's going to be between the, the supply and the, and the inflation, it'll be interesting to see where rates go. I, I would imagine, like you said, I think three increases is probably fairly accurate, like four on the high end. But some people, as you said, are, you know, in, are kind of suggesting somewhere between eight and 10 increases, which would be one a month. Imagine just like quarter percent, quarter percent, yeah. quarter percent. Um, yeah, I don't think we're quite yeah, there yet. The There's test? a reason why no one Does listens mean- to those economists ever or take their... <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. or have them on any legitimate panel of right. anything of any kind. Um, what did you ask, Craig? Did the stress test go up? It went up about in in 2021, beginning of or late 2020. Oh, that's um, it. Okay. Yeah. What it it's marked right now at five and a quarter. They haven't adjusted it, but there is talk. They're talking about at end of last year of of increasing that. So there is uh a possibility of that happening. When they brought in the stress test, um so this is how you, what rate you're qualifying for mortgage against. We've talked about it before, but basically you're not, when you qualify for a mortgage, it's not at the rate at which you're getting. So if your rate is 2.79 on a five-year fixed, you're not qualifying for that mortgage as if you're paying payments of uh, on 2.79%. You're qualifying right now as if your mortgage rates are, or payments are at five and a quarter. Um, they've earmarked, they've pegged it at, at the five and a quarter. Before that, they were looking at the average five-year posted rate across the big six banks. Um, they've now adjusted that to like a pegged rate. Um, Bank Canada, or sorry, a government Canada looked at increasing that again to make it harder to qualify for a mortgage. This isn't your actual payments; it's just um, basically inflating your payments uh, on paper to make sure that people can afford that that home. Should rates go up or should, you know, added expenses come in or anything like that. But um, yeah, there's been no change to that. I definitely see that happening as well. But but certainly, mm-hmm. like Paul said, they, the Bank of Canada will um, increase prime this year. Uh, there's been a lot of um, literature this past week out because they're the end of this month is what when the Bank of Canada will set the tone for the rest of the year of, of when they're thinking they'll make increases and how they think how the year ended off for the economy. But also now, the studies that they did in December, mid-December, are now scrapped because Omicron came in, shut the economy down again. We've had all these cases, people not at work. Um, and so they're basically having to redo those numbers. And it'll be interesting to see in two weeks when they have that policy uh, uh, press conference of, of what they, how they actually foresee growth within the country. And, and obviously, lockdowns like this are going to just exacerbate that supply issue uh, in across supply chain issue across the board, which then increases inflation. So um, yeah, it'll be uh, in two weeks and right. the episode in two weeks, we'll have uh, all of that, but I think that'll be, uh, that'll be indicative or give us an idea of, of prime. Okay. And there you have it. There you have it. Wrap. 
<laughs> and if anyone's really keen, I would go back and listen to the first show of 2021 and see how uh, see how they compare as far as as far as what we're uh, what we're spewing. Because I feel like this feels almost like deja vu of as far as like where the market, the climate of the market is currently. It feels very very yeah. similar to last year. Now, I was a little more stressed last year because I had a house listed at this exact moment last year. So I'm <laughs> a little little more cool and calm and collected this year. So. Yeah, I think, I mean, hopefully it doesn't, hopefully we don't get the same rise in home prices like we did last year and bidding yeah. wars, like Greg was saying, um, just for the sake yeah. of buyers. Um, it's not, uh, it's not a great, it's, it's very stressful all around. It's not great for buyers. It's not, it's not good for anyone in the industry dealing with it. Um, the only, it's great for sellers, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, hopefully we don't get to that point and, and some, you know, cooler heads prevail or new listings come on or what have you, but yeah. Let's get land about. acquisition and development more attainable. Let's build some homes. Let's do some conversions of commercial to residential. Let's get our balanced market back. How about that? Yeah. Here, here. Balanced market back. <laughs> yeah. Balanced be, market. Uh, yeah. That'd be amazing. I just got a call from some of the new builders the other day and all the townhomes are starting at 700, right? Base in or in Orleans, in anywhere Barhaven. Where did I see Barhaven, Orleans? So yeah, seven hundred. They're like the base row homes, like not even end units starting at seven hundred. You know, with like mm. a five thousand dollar design bonus. And what about new? And what Singles, about depending on the build? Yeah, depending on the builder, like anywhere from like eight fifty to a million one, depending on the builder and and what it is. Most of the mm. ones that I'm seeing are like you know closer to a million for a nice single family the smaller ones like you can get a small three bedroom single in the eight in the eights but again like yeah. no no upgrades or nothing like that hmm. okay we uh it, it wasn't it, we were joking about this before we came on not joking but kind of uh laughing at uh the people that had put it together but there was a study that was done recently speaking of the million dollar homes just to touch on it quickly that they wanted to propose a, a new tax for homeowners that have uh, properties valued at a million plus. I can't remember who exactly did the survey. I know I had sent it over to Steven. I don't know if he has it handy or not. Generation squeeze. Generation squeeze. Yeah, it was like, what does that do? Is is the advocacy group that did it? Is the advocacy group that did it? Oh, okay. The title of it. That's the advocacy group that did this report. Generation squeeze. Generation squeeze. Um, they hate their parents is what you're saying <laughs> generation <laughs> squeeze wow yeah the, like um, trying to... yeah. anyways go ahead a, a surtax a surtax on properties over a million and i know you know a million a million is a lot um you know it even indicates that nine 13 percent of people of ontario households would be affected 21 percent in bc and nine percent across the country and that's based on today's numbers not including any sort of increase in values um it would have a huge impact and and land transfer tax and property taxes aren't sufficient enough um you know i, I think the answer can't the answer in canada seems to always be in every one of these articles is just increase taxes tax more tax mm-hmm. something else tax you know just that that's always going to be the solution it's not that's not going to drive prices down People, you know, it's the same as in Toronto when they they brought in the double land transfer tax for non-residents. That didn't slow things down. People just ate it. Um, 
you know, people need to come up with better ideas and just increase taxes or tax new things. I agree. Anyway. Yeah, because uh, pe people will get upset eventually. Canada, that, that peaceful country, will eventually get upset. <laughs> people just won't put money <laughs> here. Taxes constantly. Exactly. People, people will move all of their money offshore to other countries or change <clears throat> their residence or, or stop investing in all manners, not just real estate, but, um, but also in, in all of our businesses, our, indus our industries, um, and they'll put, put that money elsewhere. Why, why would you want to? Um, it's the reason why there's the countries that have, that are, are um, forgiving for corporate taxes or things like that. They have booming economies across the board because it brings in outside investment or outside mm -hmm. uh, companies. And it just, <laughs> and the, the economies flourish because of it. Um, you actually do yourself a disservice by, by overtaxing, but anyways, that's for Mood another boost? show. That's another top. That's in the whole other episode. Mood boost. Oh, I'll, I'll leave it there. Taxes suck. Yeah. <laughs> I got, uh, I got Wait three for your PowerPoint, today. Dave. Yeah, yeah, Dave. yeah. Dave can do a, a PowerPoint on why taxes <laughs> suck and just have the laser pointer <laughs> go over it with all of <laughs> Be a good one. Yeah, I'm in next week. All right, I got three mood boosts today. Uh, I was saying to you guys before we came on here, my my dad actually got me a mood boost calendar for Christmas. So every day I get fresh set of mood boosts. Uh, anyone who follows me on social media has probably seen a few of these. So apologize if there's some redundancy. Number one, a rabbit used to come up to my front yard every day for food, but hasn't shown up in a week. Now it's just some bunny I used to know. Uh, yeah. Number two, a ship carrying red paint has collided with a ship carrying blue paint. Both crews are said to be marooned. Wow. <laughs> and number three, <laughs> according to my kids, and this is true, uh, I talked to them before coming on here, doing their virtual learning today, fun times in Ontario. Uh, number three, according to my kids, dad jokes are not cool for apparent reasons. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> the, uh, for the, for those that didn't uh, see the final episode of 2021, Paul's uh, mood boosts were <laughs> on point. I think it was five for five that were just like amazing. <clears throat> But thanks, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> every, every time you do this. And they weren't today. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Yeah. You didn't start the year off on the strongest foot there, Paul. But Well, these uh, are just the last three days. These weren't curated. I'm just going with uh, with the daily Rolodex here. You're doing the calendar. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. it. I like it. Um, so, again, I'm going to give a little uh, a little call out to our, to our listeners. If you're listening right now, make sure to subscribe, for one. Uh, two, give us a little review. You know, we want to hear what you think about the show. And then lastly, if you want to shoot us a message, if there's any topics you want to hear, any questions you have, uh, we're always open. As uh, as most of you know, when we get the questions, we certainly speak to them the following week. This episode is going to be released Tuesday morning. So every Tuesday, 10 a.m., shows will be available on every podcast platform, on YouTube, um, and wherever you listen to your shows. And just a quick shout out to our coffee sponsor as well, North Brew. If you go to northbrew.ca, use the promo code podcast, you're going to get 20% off 
every coffee order. And we will be back next week, every week. It's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. Gentlemen, any closing remarks? We're back. Nothing. We've got another year ahead of us. Just to see what happens this week. Go vote. Yeah. Go vote. vote. I'll be back in studio. I'll be in studio next week for once in like a month. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Coming back. Coming back to Ota. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for the nomination and uh, thank you in advance for voting. And we will see you next week on the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. Deuces. Later. Deuces. Bye. The Ottawa Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by Referral Mortgages, Blue Panda Realty, and Stephen Hopkins Video. Thanks for tuning in. And please remember to like, comment, share, and most importantly, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you.